This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. I don't know how I got into this in the first place. I just woke up one day and just, you know, I wasn't set out to do it. You know what I'm no, saying? Yeah, it, yeah. it just happened. Mm. You know what I mean? I was walking through town once and I seen the homeless guy. And I had a brand new pair of bloody boots someone I bought from America, mm. um, Timberland boots. And to look at him, I thought, God, yeah, what, what can I do? And I had a pair of spare, spare trainers in the car anyway, so I went back to the car, got my trainers, and gave them my boots when I had on. You know what I mean? And it all started from there. Barrington was a great supporter of the Tilton Talk Show over the years. Here's a few clips from him and his team at the BHST. The Tilton Talk Show. Extra. Uh, that's where the government comes into it again. You know what I'm saying? You know, like, say for instance last week, we have Romanian people coming up. Yeah. They just come up for the food, they come up for the clothes, and you see them jump on the next bus. Mm. You know, you, you got you got um, refugees coming to the country. They're giving them houses, they're giving them this, they're giving them that. You know, they haven't put nothing into the system, but they're getting out of the system already. Mm. There's guys here who are, bit, who are fought in Afghanistan, fought in Iran, and they fought for the country, and they ain't getting yeah. nothing out of it. Here's Baz and Tracy talking about the homeless situation in Birmingham. How big is the problem? Is it bigger than what the council is? Yeah, yeah, a lot bigger than what the council says. We had this conversation last time, and, and I, I saw I saw somebody write something about 160. 100 and, people, um, well, on Tuesday, we served 171. 171? And there was 100, and that's over 100. Just the ones that came to you. Yeah. yeah. That, is, that is awful. And some of them, they have, to, they have to bring they bring food to them. Of course, they can't, they won't leave their they won't leave their tents, tents so because their stuff gets stolen. So you have to go to them before or after the outreach. Um, I should imagine the summer's almost as bad as the winter in some respects. Like when we had a summer like we had last year, and uh, the heat, you know, where do I take water from? It's because they're they're sleeping in their boots, so nobody steals them. And the feet are hot. They get trench foot. They get major major foot problems winter and summer. So mm. the summers last summer was really difficult because we were having to go out more with bottled water and changes of underwear, changes of socks. Do they get access to medical? Um, they get basic mm. medical care for people that come out with us, like a chiropodist. Um, they're not registered with a GP. 
It makes you mad, doesn't it? It does. Sure does. Sort of, sort of horrible system. What a horrible system. And how do you break the cycle? You need to address the issues of alcohol abuse and drug abuse first. Mm-hmm. They're not always on drink or drugs. When they come out on the street, they end up getting on drink and drugs once they're on the street. Yeah. Putting somebody that's been homeless into accommodation and giving them their benefit money to pay their rent. They're not going to do that because they've got alcohol and drug addiction. They need to put them into assisted living and teach them life skills. But if, 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 if folks were put into assisted living right at the beginning of their tenure on the streets, so to say, and they have been used to being living in a house and a home... They stand a better would chance. That be, would that be nipping it in the bud and, and like... They stand know? a better chance yeah. if they get help with their addictions. Mm. Because if you give an addict their benefit money and out of that you've got to pay your rent and your bills they're not going to pay the rent and the bills that's why they keep coming back out on the street they need to learn life skills and get help with their addictions you know there's people out there that haven't got addictions that are homeless that have ended up homeless through no fault of their own they're living with somebody that passes away Mm. and they're not on the tenancy agreement Mm. they're not priority to the housing to be rehoused so therefore they're out on the street. Landlords, private landlords, won't take anybody who's on um, Benefits, yeah. this universal credit because Two wonderful words. because they're they're not getting the rent paid directly to them. It's going to the tenants, so they're not taking on people that haven't got basically a full time job and a checkable history. Mm. So that's created a worse problem for us now on the streets because this universal credit, apart from the homeless people. We now have people that have gone on to universal credit and have not had any money for two months Mm. that are coming because they need a coat or they need toiletries or they need some of the other things that we supply. And we can't say no. Mm. How can you, you know, they need help. You can't just say, well, we do try and prioritise initially at the beginning of the evening, street homeless, and then the other people can get whatever's left. They, well, Mark Adams their said homeless can use the job centre as a care of address. No, that's not in no. Birmingham. Um, it's not. It's not always that easy. If you haven't got ID, you can't make a claim. If you haven't got an address to have the ID centre, it's it's a catch twenty two. And you it's sort like of chicken and egg, isn't it? Uh, if you look on the internet, they say yeah. you can do this, this, this. You go out there and try and do it with homeless people and take them there, and it, it's not easy. Mm. Now, when the weather's cold like when we have the bad snow, we're out like three times a week and it absolutely hammers our fundraising. Mm. Now that the weather's not so cold and it's mild, our donations drop. So yeah, our donations I see, I see cycle, only yeah. go up around <coughs> November and December. Mm. We're very, we've got a couple of regular people that donate on a monthly basis, but other than that, till February, March, from Christmas, we're very lucky if we get 100 quid in our PayPal. Uh, Andrew Cave, I saw a friend of mine a couple of days ago in Worcester. He's got mental health issues plus other things. Also, his partner has been battling cancer for years. And he was telling me they have uh, cut the benefits by 75%. He was about to go shoplifting, but I stopped him by buying his shopping for him because I didn't want him to get into trouble. That, unfortunately, nice that we've got homeless people in wheelchairs. The Tilton Talk Show. Extra. Uh, Ray Hobbery, sorry if I missed it, but how did you get both get involved with this? <laughs> this is um, Barrin- we were invited to serve with some friends of Barrington's that serve hot food yeah yeah well we were invited first by a Midland Langer 
that's some the um, sea guys what do all, do most of the food all around the country. Oh yeah, and they're out like seven nights, seven nights a week. I got I got invited to come out and feed you know do the feed the owners with them. And I got there the first night and I went bloody hell! I didn't realise there was so much people around. And, and the worst thing about it, I seen a couple of friends from school <clears throat> in the queue as well. Right. So I, 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 I did you come out with me that night? We we went. I came out with you that yeah, night. Yeah. I said to, I said to the wife when we got back in. I says. We need to do something, but obviously we can't do the food. We'll we'll start closing them, you know, do closing toiletries and things like that. And that's where it all started. Right, okay. It went mental. <laughs> Jess McDonald, get Buzz in a bra and a thong into a car wash. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be nice. Wouldn't be the first time. He didn't say no. He, did, he? he did that for cancer research. Did that one went yeah. wild online. <laughs> Right, the other subject we want to broach tonight, um, and Benji Smith has just asked this question. Uh, genuinely interested in why you took upon yourself to give that young lad a chance at redemption? Well, my wife showed me the tweet. And I'd, and I saw it, and yeah. I, I, it, it, it turned my stomach, to be honest with you. It was, it was really degrading. Yes. It, it, you know, it was bang out of order for that tweet, what it, what it sent. But at the end of the day, do I see each one teach one? You know, the guy's a young lad, he's 19 years old. And we all made mistakes. You know, mm-hmm. I've made four or five mistakes, and I'm still here to tell the tale. Yep. Not everyone's going to get four or five chances like me. So I decided to jump on it and help him out straight away. Can't blame you. Can't fault so, you. No. Because I tell you what. But everyone was appalled by it. Not just Blues fans. And Villa I was fans, far from the general. I wrote to you. The general public. I was, yeah. I was, was appalled far from appalled yeah, by it. Right. Yeah. Bang. A lad's made a serious mistake, and it was a horrible, horrible mistake to make. Yeah. Right. Even if it wasn't a mistake, he did it on purpose to get. Clicks and a laugh. Yeah, a yeah, reaction. Yeah. A reaction. He got the reaction, but he didn't quite get the reaction he thought he was going to get, did no, he? No, no. Because no, that's the problem the now door. with youngsters. I mean, when we were young, we didn't have this social media no, thing. No. But now you've got these youngsters. No. Everything they do is driven towards how many retweets you get and how many mm-hmm. likes. So the more abusive they get, they get more retweets and more likes by their friends. Mm. So obviously, when he's typed that message and press send, that message, you ain't never getting it back. Mm. So when he's gone on to it and replied, it's gone viral. So then, obviously, did he realise it was ever going to go to the extreme that that... that it wasn't you, you just s- that I message. I don't, th- I, I don't know how old the kid is. He's 19. At nineteen, we do stupid things. Um, we don't. You don't think rationally. You're an adult. You're an adult, but you probably don't really understand the consequences no. of of your actions and what you do. And you, you're spot on, Tracy. You, the world of Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. It, it, you know, the more retweets, the more likes you get, the better you are as a human being. Mm. Uh, you know, the the more the more successful you, the more opportunities you get of being outrageous you know fame comes to you this is you've got this young is all... kids that are filtering pictures young yeah. girls that are filtering pictures to get more likes and more retweets yeah. and I, I can't wait to this is how you came down on Tuesday to do the own reach with us and he's a bright young lad yeah you know they got, they yeah. got you know the kids at university well, he's I, I applaud you for giving him that opportunity of, of he's got two passages to follow, you know, he's got two choices to make, yeah? yeah? I, I applaud you genuinely from inside my heart for giving yeah. him that opportunity. 
in between uh, his studies he will be coming yeah. that's just not one night he's coming yeah, out yeah. in between his studies yeah. he will be coming out so let's not persecute the lad he's, he did what yeah. he did right yeah. okay his time for redemption is now but he's got to put his foot, feet where his uh, oh he, sh- he showed a lot of remorse for it didn't, didn't he he did yeah. and yeah. he's continued to keep in touch with Barrington it wasn't Excellent. just oh I'll just turn up and do this yeah. and hopefully it'll go away mm. he's continued to keep in touch when he's home from his studies he'll be coming out with us again and you know we'll continue supporting him you know I always say to Barrington years ago you made a mistake you could do a hundred good things and people will always go back to the mistake that you've made you know at the end of the day you've more than repaid to the community for anything that you did I'll always be that but you will always be Barrington Patterson the ex-football hooligan the Tilton Talk Show Extra and we're joined in this section by long-term helper, Matty. What do you do with the, uh, with the charity? I'll get a bit closer to your mind, mate. Uh, well, I've been, I've been here for about a year and a half now. And, uh, I spoke to Baz and Tracy. I, I noticed out what they were doing. So I spoke to them, so keep up the good work. And I, uh, I think Baz said, oh, you'd have to come along with us one of the days now, Pope. So I said, all right, fair enough then. So I spoke to my mate Adam, who helps us. And we, we attended, dropped some clothes out, and ever since, still doing it. So, you know... It's, a, it's, it's good what we do, but it's, it's, the credit has to go to other people who are giving us a donation, you know what yeah. I mean? So we're not out to get like a name for ourselves. We just, you know what I mean? No, like, there is no name when, when no, you're doing something like no, that. No, 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 we're not, no, we're not no, like a rich immaterial. No. I, I wouldn't care if he was Prince Harry. Yeah. 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 You know, I'm not, I'm, not there, I'm not there to start taking pictures with homeless people. No. If they ask me for a picture, I'll have a picture taken with them, but me personally, myself, I ain't going to take pictures and stick them up on Facebook. Yeah. No. Well, you know, what's that going to prove? Nothing. The Tilton Talk Show. Extra. It's a question I, I, since I knew you guys were coming in, yeah. um, somebody I know um, has been was homeless for a while. Then they got a space at the YMCA and they moved into into accommodation now. But um, they were saying a lot, a lot of there is there is an issue because there is a lot of homeless people out there. But she was saying there is hostel. <coughs> every, every hostel you go to. There will always be a room per night for there is you know no, no hostel is fully booked every night so it's a question a question from me is is there um how can I put is there um the, the, if you're out on the street there's more chance that you're going to get something rather than if you go to the hostel for the night you've got you've got that room for a night but you're not going to get anything is, is, well, you, is know, you know what I'll tell you is there you, anything in that probably some of them don't even want to go into an hostel they'd rather just stay on the street oh. you understand what I'm saying yeah. some great calls is it more on. dangerous to possibly well um, I think to me I think it's more dangerous off the street because a lot of these homeless people they get bullied on the streets right. and you can see for yourself where you know I've known like, homeless people camping under a bridge or something like that mm. and someone's come over and urinated on his on his clothes right, yeah. and things well, like I, I saw that. Set one. his clothes alight. Yeah, I saw one set tent they, on they, fire. Yeah. They bully each other as well. well I've been <laughs> there, homeless on homeless yeah, rather I've been there than, on a Tuesday yeah, night yeah. and I've given a homeless guy something and someone's, someone else just come up to him and took it off him. Right. Yeah. It's kind of doggy dog, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. doggy, it's dog will. The desperate end, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Best thing I can say is come down and see for yourself. Yeah. You know, sometimes there's like 50, 60, 70, 80 big line of homeless people out there on a, on a Tuesday light lining up all I can say is you'll have to just come down and see for yourself you know, the, um, the council say oh there's only 20 to 30 there's, there's double treble that amount of people 
the council ought to play it down the numbers. Well, of course, obviously, they don't, they don't so, want a bad picture, do they? You know, I've always said that we've got to look at homeless drops to some other noise. So why can't one of the actual main, you know, the, the big ones from the council come down and say, what are we doing? To say, actually, you know what I mean, there's an issue there. You know, instead of just going, oh, yeah, there's an issue there. Because, you know, it, it's, it's their city as well. Thanks for listening. Still Rest in peace, long. Barrington. Till you come to your happy abode. Where all the love you've been dreaming of will be there when at the end of the room. Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.